Welcome to the First Down Podcast. That was 30, 35, 40, still on the speed at a first down. Highly improbable. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 9 of the First Down Podcast. This is going to be a shorter but more interesting episode of the First Down Podcast. Uh, I'm going to be going into a few things today. Uh, Starting off earlier this week, I got to see the Thursday Night Football game. Probably the most entertaining Thursday Night Football game of all of this entire season. I mean, I know a lot of people give the Monday Night Football crew a bunch of crap, but I would take Booger McFarlane playing a good game over a bad game with good commentary any day of the week. The, the commentary isn't what makes the game. The game is what makes the game. And if you don't have a good game behind it, then what's what's going on? And the Thursday Night Football games have been, it's been awful this year. A lot of NFC East matchups, a lot of bad teams versus a good team, and a lot of bad teams versus bad teams, and just, just not very fun games to watch. Uh, go looking, in, looking into this week. We're going to see a bunch of fun games, and I'm going to go into who I think is going to win those games. I'm going to be going into a few different things I plan on doing with this with this podcast and with other things, including going into this podcast, including new football content, new uh, segments on this show, and then just looking into some of the, uh, starting into looking into the NFL in this week, going into this next week, and the week after that, and then just kind of looking at other things kind of close to the NFL going on right now. Going into these games, a lot of these games are looking pretty good for me. I believe a lot of these are pretty easy games, but a lot of them are very difficult. So this past, earlier on Thursday, I did lose my bet. I did believe the Titans were going to win that game, and then the Colts pulled out a win. I'm, I'm kind of surprised by that, honestly, because of the wide receiver on that team. I forget the wide receiver it was, but sorry about that, My one of my... One of his brothers actually died earlier this week, and then he went into this game. I believed he was going to have one of the Brett Favre against the Raiders games and completely the ball out. He still had more points than projected for him in fantasy football, uh, but not as well as I think a lot of people were expecting him to play um, after what, or at least I was expecting him to play after after that situation. But uh, nevertheless. I do believe they were still going to pull out the win barely because of Derrick Henry, but the Colts' amazing defense seemed to absolutely stop Derrick Henry in his tracks and couldn't get Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill couldn't get any time to throw. He just kept getting sacked, and it wasn't looking very good for him. So I think the Colts' defense is why they're so good right now. If they had a if they had Andrew Luck on this team, they'd be undefeated and they'd be the best team in the league looking into the Super Bowl. And this this is a weird team because it's a team that has one of the best defenses in football, has one of the best cap spaces in football, but just can't seem to get into the playoffs and win playoff games. And I think most of that is because of the quarterback situation. When they had Andrew Luck, they went 10-6, and six, but this is when we're talking about when they went 0-5 to start the season because of some things are going on outside of the field and play calling, that kind of thing. So after they figured that out, they dang near ran the table and went 10-1. and one. So that was maybe I was looking forward to that season saying they were Super Bowl bound. But then here we are now looking at them going, can they make the playoffs this year? Or can they make the playoffs? And we're, I'm not sure if they can. Uh, I'm going to go into the rest of these games here in a second. Um, so I'm looking about about a 75% uh, accuracy rate with calling a lot of these games. 
And then last week, unfortunately, I didn't get to say it online, but I did correctly guess the Buccaneers and Saints game. Uh, and it was very funny when my entire family and all my friends, I was talking to them about how I picked the Saints over the Buccaneers. And a lot of, and, and then when I was watching the NFL pregame show, and every single person was picking the Buccaneers. I don't, there was not one person online that picked the Saints. Not one person. But I picked, I picked the Saints. I believe Drew Brees had it in him, and I believe the defense had uh, had it in him. And most importantly, I think Sean Payton really knew how to coach this team and how to coach a win from the Saints as the Buccaneers. What I was surprised with is the amounts that they got beat by. It was over in the first half. It was over in the first quarter. It was unbelievable. Uh, what I'm not surprised by, and I think a lot of people are actually surprised by, surprisingly enough, a lot of people are surprised by how much or how little Antonio Brown got, but this is this is what we're talking about here. They just get added to the team. I think in two to three weeks you could see him putting up one one hundred yard game with a touchdown. I, I doubt he's gonna have a lot of production going into the season just because of how much how many wide receivers they have on this team. I mean they picked a guy out I think it was in the second or third round this year from Minnesota. I mean, he was a great dude in college. A lot of people are saying he was projected a first round pick, but he went down and fell to the Buccaneers, and then he, he was added to a team. They have Scotty Miller on that team, who's an absolutely speedy guy. They have Marquise Godwin, one of the best wide receivers in the game, in the slot and out wide. And they have the tallest and some, and debatably the best hands wide receiver in the game, Mike Evans, who is on more of a down year. But it's it's been unbelievable how well this team has been playing and then here all of a sudden they get beat by a team of the saints i mean that's it's this is the first time in the history of tom brady's career that he's lost three uh divisional games in one season that's never happened before that's happened now kind of a culture shock for him now that he's playing against good opponents in his division versus the dolphins the jets and the bills i mean the bills are good now but in years past they have not been good um he i don't think tom brady Tom Brady has never lost to the Bills. I think he may, maybe he's lost to him once. Um, no, sorry, he's lost to him twice in the entire time, and Bill Belichick has lost to him twice since this departure. That's how I know about that. All right, let's get into this, these games here, um, starting off with the noon o'clock games. Um, the Texans and the Browns. I think the Browns are... I, mean, I look at the Browns still, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if they can pull off a win here, but against the Texans with absolutely... No ability to win games here earlier in the season. Bill O'Brien showing that he makes amazing decisions off the field. I think the Browns can pull off a close win here in the Texans. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Look forward to watching that game. Uh, and when I'm flipping through these channels, Washington versus the Lions, the dumpster fire game of the week. I'm not even sure who's starting the quarterback for the Washington football team, but I think the Lions are going to pull out a win here. I think the Lions are kind of like the Browns this year, but with not as much um, publicity. I think they're good against bad opponents and not very good against good opponents. They're just kind of middle of the pack. A perfect 8-8 eight and eight kind of team. They can Maybe gets 8-8, eight and eight, we're not sure. And unfortunately, they're going to be in a position where they're not going to be able to get a very good player into this draft because they're going to probably going to go 8-8 eight and eight here and surprise everybody, but they're not good enough to make the playoffs. They're right in the middle where it's a sticky situation to get out of. Debatably the best game of the week. I thought it was going to be a different game this, but this is maybe top three games this week. The Buccaneers and the Panthers noon um, tomorrow. Uh, you're gonna see, you're gonna see the Buccaneers 
face after getting destroyed in a game versus the Panthers in the last week. They barely narrowly won a game against, uh, sorry, what was the team that they beat last week? They beat the, it was the Saints. Oh, no, sorry, it was the Falcons. They they played the Falcons, and I I genuinely was amazed at how much Teddy Bridgewater put on the line for him, put on the line. I mean, if you watch that fourth down play where he's just, it's fourth and 20, runs up the middle, and then he just jumps into the air and gets absolutely flung across the field. It was incredible to watch. Maybe one of the best things I got to see all season long from this team. I mean, if this if Christian McCaffrey can come back, I do believe they could slip into the playoffs in a wild card spot, especially now with three wild card spots. Um, it'd be so much fun to see that. It'd be so much fun. On the next game, the, uh, the divisional opponents. One of, one of these two teams could actually win the division. It's actually incredible to me. The Giants, the first team ever to be looking like they could maybe get a number two overall pick. I would say number one overall pick, but there's the New York Jets, of course. And then there's and there's also a chance they could make the playoffs and possibly go on a run to the Super Bowl. That's it's very sad to me. With but with the Eagles here, well, I don't I don't know what to feel about the Eagles. They have some defensive weapons, but when you got to pay Carson Wentz the amount of money you do, I don't see this team going much anywhere. And then you have a bunch of weapons that are down, and then now all you're left with is a bunch of no-name talents and some young guys. I mean, it's going to be hard for them to get into a rhythm here to be like the like the Eagles of the of the year they win Super Bowl with Nick Foles. I doubt they're gonna be able to get to the play even if they get to the playoffs, I doubt they're gonna be able to get to the Super Bowl, which is disappointing. Packers in or sorry, in the Eagles Giants game, I pick the Eagles. In the Buccaneers Panthers game, I pick I pick the Panthers in that one. I think the Buccaneers, even though they're shell shocked and they're gonna be Trying to fight back a win. I think the Panthers, even without Christian McCaffrey, can pull off a win here. Um, that's just kind of my my throw up of the week. If the Panthers can win this thing, it's gonna be incredible. But Buccaneers maybe maybe win, but I, I see the Panthers winning by three. Um, if I didn't mention it, I said Browns win, and I, and I believe I said the Lions over Washington barely, even though they're not a very good team. I think the Lions are gonna actually no. I think by at least fifteen points, they're gonna beat the Washington football team. Next up, we have the Packers and the Jaguars. Uh, I see an easy win here for the Packers, even though they may be losing Jair Alexander, their amazing corner, and I can see a lot of people saying Aaron, but even without Lazard coming back this week, Aaron Jones is still banged up. David Batiari maybe not even be playing tomorrow. Uh, I really do think that the Packers are going to win by at least 28 points. I do not see a 1-7 team getting even close to beating the Packers right now. Um, with our first 3 o'clock game, I see it's the Bills and the Cardinals. This is going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be the arm versus the speed at the quarterback position. I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Bills. I mean, I have not seen the Bills beat a good enough opponent yet to think that they can get any farther than they are. I mean, looking at the past few games that they have won, um, they have beat the... I mean, they, they almost beat the Chiefs there, and then they beat the Patriots by three, beat the... Seahawks. That's the one game, sorry, that they actually did pull off a win there. But the problem with the Bills is kind of like the problem with the Seahawks, but a little bit worse, or a little bit better, sorry. The Bills have an amazing offense with a lot of weapons, especially now adding new wide receivers to this team. 
but the Seahawks and the Bills both have very bad defenses. I mean, a few years ago, maybe even I think last year a little bit, the Bills had an amazing defense and just couldn't couldn't it couldn't translate. But now looking at the all these games, you're seeing either low scoring games or high scoring games that are all together. You never see the Bills going away with a victory by by two scores or more. Generally, I mean, you're looking back a th- 44 to 34 against Seahawks against the Bills against the Patriots. Sorry, they lost by three against the Jets. They only won by eight against the Chiefs. They lost by eight. Um, they got demolished by the Titans. They only lost by seven to the Raiders. Only lost by three to the Rams. But the Dolphins lost by three, and but the Jets the first time they lost by ten. I mean, none of these games have been absolutely elute, like hitting it out of the ballpark games. And that scares me when I'm looking, going, having them going into the playoffs. They're going to have to play close games. Um, if they can get games and start winning, and then they're not even getting close to beating, to beating, you know, getting that far, or for the chance of them to come back, I do think they can win then. Uh, I think the true test is going to be this week, and then later this season they play the Steelers in, uh, on December 13th. At a, I believe that is a, it's a primetime game. I know that. I'm not sure what the primetime game is going to be, but I think the Cardinals are going to pull off a win here. I think their defense has really stepped up, and I think I think Kyler Murray is going into his own with Christian Kirk and with Larry Fitzgerald still putting up some decent numbers, and then DeAndre Hopkins just balling out still, like DeAndre Hopkins does. I think the Cardinals win here by, but it's going to be a close game, just like every single other Bills game is going to be a close game. Uh, next up, we have the Chargers and the Bills. I think that the Chargers are sorry. This is the that's the games of next week. I think the Chargers are gonna lose by three points as they always do for that game. But that's not the game I'm really worried about here. That's next week's Bills game. I'm gonna be going into this week's game now. Sorry about that. Uh, Chargers and the Dolphins. There. Sorry. Uh, the Dolphins have been unbelievably good against some good opponents that's that's what i like to see i know i last year i was talking about it even before the season started i said the team to bet on in the next five years to be winning a super bowl is the miami dolphins this is a good team uh the defense is good and the coaching staff is good and their offense is good with a young quarterback who's left-handed which you gotta love uh, since i'm left-handed but i think i think the best thing about this team is how decently or how good they are mentally and in the locker room this is maybe the best, I've heard from sources, maybe the best team in the locker room. These these guys are all friends. They all love each other. And they all want to fight for each other and win these games. And that's what, I think that's one of the best parts about this team. Knowing that they could be Super Bowl champions in, or when they winning these games in the locker room, apparently it's acting like they're Super Bowl champions. Don't be surprised if they win a Super Bowl here or on a run to make a big playoff run in the next few years here. Especially with the, Patriots not being what they used to be, and the Bills um, not being absolute studs in the um, on this team. I think the Dolphins could be running the table to try getting to the playoffs this year. Even I can looking at the standings for them right now. They're five and three. They're five and three right now. But uh, they're but the Bills not having had their bye week. I don't believe, and. The Dolphins already having their bye week. They only have one loss less than the Dolphins here. Uh, if they if they won one of these games, I think their ju- their completion their win percentage goes up, and I think I think they could honestly beat the Bills. Uh, looking at their schedule going into the rest of the year, they play the Chargers. I think they can win a close game here. It's going to be Tua versus Herbert, and I think 
I think the Chargers' defense is going to choke them out in the end. And they, I think they're going to win that game. I think they're going to play the Broncos and they're going to win that game. They play the Jets. They're obviously going to win that game. Bengals win that one. They're going to lose against the Chiefs, I think. Run against the Patriots. Then they play the Raiders. I think they're going to probably win that game. And then the Bills, they can win that game. So here you see the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They win the next. They could go on the table and run and win their all their last games. And maybe I think they lose probably against the Chiefs here. And I think they get, lose probably one of those games against either the Bills or either the. I think the Chiefs, maybe the Raiders, the Bills. I think they lose one of those two games in the last of the last two. And I think of the four, I think they're gonna lose two. Chiefs, the Ra and then either the Raiders, the Bills. So they lose three more games. They're gonna go ten and six. I think that's that's a reasonable assessment to have. I think eleven and five, ten and six is a reasonable way a reasonable thing they can say. I'm looking at the Bills schedule, they play the Cardinals. I think they're gonna lose that game. Chargers, they win that game. They're gonna win that against the 49ers. Steelers are probably gonna lose. Broncos win, and then Patriots are gonna lose or win. Sorry, most likely I think. I don't know against the Patriots. They almost lost. And the Dolphins, I think they're probably going to win or probably lose, maybe win. I'm not sure. That's a tough game at the end of their season. That could be the best uh, slat or Week 17 game playing for a playoff spot there. So you see them winning 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, winning the next five of the seven games here. Looking at the standings, they win, they win five more games. They're going to go – they could go 13 and 3. And then the Dolphins are going to have to go – we're going to go 12 and 4, maybe – maybe uh, – if they're lucky, I think twelve and four is probably stretching it, but probably eleven and five. I think the Dolphins are in the best place to win, get the wild card. I don't think they're gonna be able to beat the Bills, but I think they're in a good place to get the wild card spot. Um, if we can go back into these games now, on a little bit of a tangent there, but let's go into these more more games. I have Cardinals winning by at least ten in that game. Uh, Chargers and Dolphins. I have Dolphins winning by at least. I'm in a close game, winning by three in that game. Broncos, Raiders, I have the Raiders. I think the Broncos um, are looking good for the future. I think Jerry Judy kind of coming into his own going now. And then now the Raiders are looking pretty good. They've played – I know this is the thing about the Raiders is everyone has not really been talking about them, but the games that they have played, they have won against good opponents. And when they've lost, they have lost barely. They beat the Panthers, and the Panthers are surprisingly good team. They won by four in that game. Against the Saints, they won by 10 in that game in a Monday Night Football game. And then they lost to the Patriots by 16 points, which was a little bit alarming, but we thought the, Patri the Patriots were much better earlier this year and until the kind of teams figured them out with uh, with the Patriots' scheme of just running the ball on the goal line with Cam Newton. As long as you don't, get the, as long as you don't run it against him, I think you're going to be fine. They lose a close game against the Bills uh, by 7 points, 20, th or 30 points, 23 points. They beat the Chiefs. They lose to the Buccaneers horribly. They beat the Raiders and they barely beat the Chargers last week so this is a team this is a toss-up team this is one of those teams like I think like Carolina and I think um with a few other teams not as much with I don't think as much with the Dolphins but maybe Dolphins last week but I think I think maybe with the Colts I think those are like those kind of three teams there that I think could make the playoffs or they could being they're running for a top ten NFL pick, we don't we don't know what these teams are. I think the Colts probably make the playoffs here. I think the I think the one I think one of those two other teams made the playoffs here. Definitely think the Dolphins make the playoffs. And if the Dolphins don't make the playoffs, I think they're playing for a playoff spot against the Raiders. One of those two teams are going to be making the playoffs. 
And then uh, I think one of those two teams could make a sneaky good playoff run and maybe even get it to the AFC Championship game, kind of similar to the Jacksonville Jaguars of years past with that really good defense. Kind of reminds me of that with some of these teams. Uh, next up, we have... Now I have the Raiders winning by 10 that game, sorry. Uh, Saints in the Rams. This is, this is one of those three good games this week. I think the Seahawks are really, really good, but I also think the Rams are extremely good as well. I think the Rams have one of the best offenses, uh, offensive-minded coaches in football, and I think the Seahawks have one of the best offenses in football. So this is going to be a shootout. This is going to be a fun game to watch at 3 o'clock. If you have a game to watch at 3 o'clock and you don't pick this game, I'll be genuinely surprised. This game starts actually at 325, and the Bills-Cardinals game starts at 305, so I would pop in the Bills-Cardinals game, and then in 20 minutes I'd go watch the Seattle-Rams game. Or, I, or I'm luckily enough, you could actually watch the Bills-Cardinals game, watch that game in entirety, and then be able to pop over to the Seahawks-Rams game and see how that game turns out. I think that's a really good thing you can be able to do. I think that's a good scheduling choice by the NFL. I have Seahawks winning by seven in that game, even though it's going to be a big shootout because of the uh, Seahawks defense and how absolutely horrible they are. They're historically bad this year. I forget what stats are the stats that are killing them, but there's the stats of the stats. I think it's touchdowns allowed, yards allowed, and I think they're just un- winning the winning the worst defense award by a mile. Next up, we have the Steelers and the Bengals. I think the Bengals and the Steelers rivalry that they've tried creating here with the Bengals are absolutely unbelievable. I mean, they're when you're trying to get some hype for a game, the Bengals have been able to do that uh, in the highest extent. It's it's kind of funny to watch, honestly. I think the Bengals are being, even with Joe Mixon back, I think they're doing very, very good. But I don't think they're good enough to beat the Steelers. I think the Steelers were in a very were in a not very good game last week because Ben Roethlisberger's a little bit injured in their defense, kind of got tricked out with some trick plays, especially with that with that punt. But I think I think that was that was not the greatest game of of an example. But they definitely showed that they can come back and win in a game. So that was decent to see last week by the Steelers. I think the Steelers win by at least ten points in this game. I think I don't think Joe Burrow can do enough to win this game because of the Bengals' defense, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Bengals pull out a win here. I have the Steelers winning by 10. Next up, we have the Saints in the 49ers. I have the 49ers actually doing way better this, way better than I think a lot of people think they are. They're going to lose by 30 points. I, I don't see that. I think they're going to lose by, by 17 points. <laughs> I, I don't see them playing as well as a lot of people think they're playing. The Saints are incredibly good this year. Everyone's saying, or no one's giving them credit compared to like the Buccaneers and stuff. Because of they're not making as much splashes as they were last year with Michael Thomas balling out and all those players balling out, I I just I think they're just sneaky good and I think a lot a few losses in primetime games can really hurt what your perception is. I think with the loss to the Packers and a loss to the Raiders, they're not seen as good. But since the Packers game, they have not lost a game. They have not lost anything, and they've won handedly in all those games. So I think the I think the Saints are maybe the best team in the league right now. And then against the 49ers, I think they're just going to destroy him. But I think the 49ers, you know, a lot of garbage time to come back and make it look a little bit closer than it is. So I think the Saints win by at least at least 17 points. Ravens, Patriots, Ravens are not as good as their was last week. This is the this is the Sunday night football game this week. I think it's a pretty good game actually, but I don't think the Ra- I don't think the Patriots are very good this year, uh, and that's it showed with their record. And I I think the two running quarterbacks you're going to run a lot. 
but I, I don't see Lamar Jackson losing to Bill Belichick in this game. I know Bill Belichick's amazing, but I, I don't see it. I don't see anything happening here with the Patriots making a run. They almost lost to the Jets last week, and that's it, that hurts. That really does hurt. And I think the Ravens are just going to absolutely demolish them. It's not even going to be close. I think something that's interesting that is actually going on here is the Patriots winning that game against the Jets uh, guarantees them that they will not have a pick in the bottom 12, in the top 12 picks of the next NFL draft. They will not be able to get anything for these get for, for like a, as a quarterback. I mean, if you want a top three quarterback, there's three quarterbacks that are like first-round pick quarterbacks going into this year. I forget the one name of the guy, but there's also Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. You're not getting any of those three guys unless you give up everything on your team to get up to that point. So, I mean, I it wouldn't be surprised if they tried going off with a major trade. I don't think they have enough to get a major trade, but, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you're trying to get to a, a, all these teams with quarterbacks um, that you could have in this team. There's a lot of quarter, the quarterback saturation um, in this league is amazing, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if they pull off a trade for a quarterback this year. Unfortunately, New York Jets are in the same division as them. If they were in the if the Patriots in the NFC, I would not be surprised seeing them making a trade for Sam Darnold. But I mean, earlier this year, I was talking about some of the craziest things that could happen. Like, oh my gosh, they're going to start Jerk Stidham, and they're going to go absolutely playing horribly. And the Patriots are going to have a top five pick, and they're going to be picking Trevor Lawrence, and they're going to not be great for the next 20 years. I don't see that happening anymore. They can't get to Trevor Lawrence. There's no way they're going to be able to draft Trevor Lawrence this year. I don't think they're going to be able to draft Justin Fields this year. I, I think that Justin Fields is going to be going to the Jaguars this year. Um... So that uh, this is helping the, everyone love how much the Patriots are are they're so they're doing so good that they're not even being being able to tank. And that's that's a great thing to see. And then for the Monday Night Football game, we actually got a pretty good NFC North matchup with the Vikings and the Bears. I think the Bears are a little bit better than everyone says. I think everyone says they're an imposter of the good teams, but I, I, their defense is decent. If their quarterback play can step up, then I think they'll be one of the best teams in the in the NFC and make a pretty good playoff run. And then the Vikings are been actually figuring out how to win. Unfortunately, I think they've figured out how to win too late. I think with running with Dalvin Cook, and only running with Dalvin Cook is the best game plan they could do keep it out of Kirk Cousins hands and don't let him throw enough picks and let him run every single play I mean that's worked the past two games and out of the top 10 NFL players who have scored the most points nine of them are kickers in the number three spot it's Dalvin Cook I mean this that's that's an unbelievable stat that's never that doesn't happen it just doesn't happen but it happens to Dalvin Cook because of how bad this Vikings team is, they just run every single play. And that really shows how bad Kirk Cousins is, is that they have run that much to win the game. And I think they could easily sneak into an 8-8 eight and eight spot, but I just don't think they have enough to make the playoffs because I don't think 8-8 eight and eight is not good enough. 9-7 I don't think is good enough, even with, this, with the NFC here, because of some of these teams. But, yeah, I think, I think the Bears win by 7 points in this game, but... I think it's going to be a low-scoring but an entertaining game because if you like run, running and defense, I think you're going to love this game. But if you like passing, this is not the game for you. Okay, so something I'm going to be adding to the rest of this show's history, I'm going to be doing a segment, or at least I'm going to be doing this until you guys tell me otherwise to do it. I'm going to do a WTF stat of the day. 
It's just a little weird stat that's kind of interesting, and uh, and I'll just do one stat every single game, or every not every game, but every week, every weekly podcast. So nevertheless, I'm going to be going into this stat anyway, and I'm going to do the first two this week, and then for the rest of them, I'm just going to be doing one. So for the first one, I have the Rams under Sean under Sean McVay under the Sean McVay era have are 29 and zero when leading in the first half. I mean, this this is a this is a very interesting stat to see because I mean I mean they he doesn't choke he doesn't pull a Falcons he he that means he's not gonna he, when he wins the best team the best thing about football teams is the Falcons were good this year they've been good if they haven't choked in all their games they'd be a playoff contender right now but if and, and that'd be the same thing if the Sean McVay Rams had done that if they kept choking in the games they would be a playoff team right now. So, there, if the the fact that he's twenty nine and zero really shows that he can stay in games, he can still win games no matter what. It's it's a good thing to good thing to have in your on your resume to see that I that you stick in games and because that's one of those things that a lot of teams struggle with. And I think a lot of t- I think the Packers struggled that last year with going up high and then slowly getting their lead crushed, and then at the end of the game, just the defense pulling out a win or their offense pulling out a win. I think that's interesting that they that he's never lost a game winning in the first half, even by three points. So next up, I have Steven Goskowski. This is going more to the beginning of the season. I believe it's the same as the beginning of the season. But uh, after that, before, before that Broncos game, where he kind of just absolutely did horribly, um, he was the fifth most accurate kicker in the NFL history. NFL history with the Patriots with the Titans for a little bit there he was the fifth most accurate kicker in the NFL history after that game he was eighth that's that that's how much room for error you could have on that on that list with uh Justin Tucker at number one with like 87 percent and all those players it's unbelievable how much you can uh how much that just barely affects how much you have and like it's it's like when you throw three passes in the NFL, you throw one into the dirt, you have a 66% um, completion rate. So it's, it's it's one of those things where you're supposed to hit it every single time, and if you miss a few of them, you're going to get killed for it. Okay, so now I'm going to be looking at a few different things um, going into the future of this of this podcast is you want to be going into a lot more into my um, Instagram and maybe a little bit of my Twitter account on with polls and stuff like that and conversation pieces talked about on this podcast. So if you want to be part of this podcast, go on to my Instagram page because I'm going to be very active on this from now on. I'm going to be talking about how you guys believe the end of these NFL games are going to react. I'm going to be talking about things, you, how you can be come on the podcast, Q&As for the podcast, Q and A is off the podcast, just on there. I think um, a lot of questions. Um, I want me to talk about here some NFL stories that you have. So if you want to be talk, have something talked about on the podcast, just DM my Instagram at first down. That's the, the number, like my podcast, first down underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, I think you're gonna be able to find that. A lot of people have been messaging me, and I think you can be one of those people who can message me. I respond to every single message without fail. So if you want to have something. If you want to have something on the podcast, just message me on there. I also respond on Twitter, but if you want a response, if you go to Instagram, you're more likely to get a response. 
Um, next up, I'm going to be talking about how I have a YouTube channel. Not a lot of people know I have a YouTube channel, but I'm going to be posting a lot more on that. I'm going to be having Madden 21 gameplay and I think a franchise mode uh, and episodes of that. And then I'm going to be having some, maybe some short clips and of this podcast and just stuff like that being added to that, to the YouTubes, just to grow this podcast more. But I think this... The podcast part of this is going to be the main part of everything that I'm going to be doing. Um, but I, I do think that I think a lot more a content for you guys is what's the best bet. Okay, and just to finish off this episode today, I have maybe one of the greatest stories I have ever been able to tell here. Um, it's not a crazy trade. It's not something like that. It's not a potential thing that could happen. It was something that actually happened. So, uh, Roger Starbuck. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, absolutely amazing quarterback. When he was he was a Heisman winner in college, when he played for Navy and won a Heisman, he used to play catch with one of the coach's son. Uh, and you know who the coach's son was? That's right. One of the greatest coaches of all time. Bill Belichick. He played catch with Bill Belichick when he was in college. I think that's just one of the funniest things that he could have known. I, I really wonder if Roger Staubach known, knew when he was older that Hey, you remember that kid you, you played catch with? Yeah, yeah, that kid. That kid was Bill Belichick, and that kid is now one of the greatest football coaches of all time. Okay, that's going to finish it off for me today. Um, if you guys want to talk to me, like I talked about earlier, um, or have anything talked about on this podcast, First Down Podcast on, on Instagram, First Down underscore podcast. On YouTube, it's just First Down Podcast. And then um, on Twitter, it's Podcast First with the one, one ST. Yep, that's all I have talked about today. Um, weekly uploads now coming up on Saturdays, on Saturday mornings or Saturday nights, uh, starting off now. Besides that, hope you guys have a nice rest of your day, and goodbye.